Welcome to Nothing But Net, where we talk about everything NBA basketball from the latest news about the teams to the newest free agent, it's always a good time. Featuring your host, Grant Hubbard. Let's get it started. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Grant Hubbard, and alongside me is my co-host, of course, Ben Fang. Hello. This is Nothing But Net, an hour-long basketball show here on 91.3 WHJE, where we talk about all NBA basketball for the next hour. So uh, our first topics we're going to be talking about, um, well, actually, before that, we have, of course, an important date. Uh, it's 29 days until the NBA season begins, of course. That is very necessary to know because... I mean, we got to know when the NBA season is starting. And uh, after that, I guess no more important dates. But, <laughs> well, we might have one more important date, but we're gonna, let's talk about our topics first. First up, we have uh, some smaller news, but some Olympics news. We're moving on from Team USA basketball. That's all over. We're moving on. We're looking over to next year, 2020 Olympics. We have um, Steph Curry is committing to 2020 Olympics as long as his splash brother, Clay Thompson. We'll get into that. Then we have uh, former All-Star Isaiah Thomas out six to eight weeks with uh, due to surgery with the Wizards. And uh, Detroit Pistons are going to be signing Joe Johnson. He's a longtime NBA veteran as well as the recent Big 3 MVP. And then later on, we also have uh, Pacers and the Kings playing in Mumbai, India for uh, upcoming games for preseason. And then uh, finally, we have our fun stuff later on. Ben and I are going to be talking about our top 10 best NBA players of all time. So, Ben, let's get into it here. First topic, Steph Curry. He's committing to the 2020 Olympics. He's never played about, uh, for an Olympic team. He did play for Team USA previously in the World Cup, but never any Olympic experience. How do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I th- I, it's expected, I guess. I mean, he, he's one of the top guards in the league, one of the top players in the league, as a matter of fact. Uh, and I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't played in the Olympics before because if you think about it, what, 2016? Mm-hmm. 2016, he was still an elite player, and, and that was when he was, like, everyone was behind the Steph Curry train, and I'm I'm really surprised he wasn't in that uh, competition. Yeah, um, I think it's, it's, it's shocking that he wasn't on that 2016 team. I mean, you, got, you had guys like Kevin Durant and uh, James Harden, all those elite guys that are still elite today, and then you see Steph Curry's not on that team. I mean, Harrison Barnes was on that Her- team. He wasn't was on he? the USA team, yeah, this year as well. Harrison Barnes, which is <laughs> he's he's not known for being a really good NBA player. <laughs> no. oh, yeah, well, uh, Harrison Barnes, I I don't know if he'll be on the Olympics next year. No, for sure. I doubt it. And maybe I could be getting that wrong. Maybe it was not 2016. Could have been 2012. I think he was on 2016. 2016. 2012 was more uh was more like earlier. Yeah, I think you're right. Players, yeah. But um, besides that, I have a quote here that Steph Curry told ESPN that, quote, I've never been on the Olympic team. I've been on two World Cup championship gold medal teams, but the Olympics is the experience that I want. And next year will hopefully be it, end quote. So Steph Curry, I think I think since this uh, Team USA stuff, all that stuff going on, losing in the quarterfinals to France and then uh, even losing again against uh, who is it that lost against Uh, Serbia? Yeah, Serbia, and then they be, finally beat uh, uh, was Poland. Poland? Yeah, yeah, they finally beat Poland. Where but, was Steph Curry then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't helping out there. But I think uh, that him joining the 2020 team has got to be due to this you know, these struggles that they've had, and he wants to help prove the haters wrong, I guess. I, I guess, guess so. Uh, yeah, I, I think he wants that experience as well as yeah. playing in the Olympics, and, I mean, he's, he's fit for the role. It's not just like some dream of his that – 
is is hard to accomplish. Well, I mean, like it's it's every guy, every NBA player's yeah. dream is to play for their country. And well, I mean, yeah, you're right. We he he's the guy to fill. I mean, if you want a good point guard, he's one of the top point guards right now and possibly all time. So, <laughs> well, well, yeah, we'll get in that later. If you want, if you want to discuss that later on, I know you, you know you got some uh, heated opinions. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the Pistons, here I'm gonna move on to our next topic. Isaiah Thomas. Well, he's we'll see him uh, how he does later on. But uh, with uh, Derrick Rose, the Detroit Pistons have also signed. Um, Big three MVP Joe Johnson. He was a former, or he's a longtime NBA veteran. <laughs> he's he's been in the league for a long time. So, uh, I don't, how do you think that's gonna work out, Ben? Uh, I I think it's, it's a good move. I mean, Joe Johnson, he he went out of the league. He had solely a decline in number and play time and in uh, overall efficiency in the NBA. And so he he uh, walked out after being on the Jazz last. I want to say, uh, and then play had fantastic play in the big three i mean there were, were no really big competitors to to keep up with him and in all stats he was just uh, far beyond everyone else and uh he fought his way back into the league and it just shows one it shows that the big three big three is a legit tournament that can actually put players back well, on the big uh public view yeah i want to say it's not a tournament though it's like a whole league they have yeah, a whole season and stuff they they tour the country yeah and if you don't know the Big Three is a different basketball league. It's created by uh, famous rapper Ice Cube. Ice Cube. He, uh, yeah, he makes he makes it. It's basically it's all it's half court basketball, so um, you take it back every time. And there is a it's three on three. Yeah, three on each three. Each team has three people or has. Yeah, yeah, team teams consist of more than three, but mm-hmm. three are on the court at a time for each team. Yeah, and uh, there's also a four point line, which they have. Um, four point circle. Four point circle. Excuse me, but that's exclusive <laughs> to the Big Three. And um, Joe Johnson in this league, he uh, I think he had like a game winning three pointer to. I think he had multiple, uh, at least two g- game winners. I want to say also that the big three, the gamers are played to fifty, I believe. That's it, like it's you're playing to yeah, 50. It's, it, it's a set yeah. set score that you want to reach. Yeah, it's not until you uh, run out of time. So if these guys, if, um, excuse me, the big three is a legit league. So mm-hmm. I think that Joe Johnson has some experience, and I think that's what he wanted to show NBA mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, and now Detroit signed him, so it shows that he fought his way back. And I remember when the Big Three season was still uh, going on, Joe Johnson said he wasn't happy with how he left the league because just walking away from the NBA without when no one really wants you anymore isn't isn't how you ideally want to go out. Uh, like many players, like announced retirements despite having interest from other teams. Uh, so John Joe Johnson wasn't satisfied with with his run in the NBA, and he wanted to do more, and he proved himself. So. Uh, mission accomplished so far and i'm sure he's ready to do well in the league yeah i know um there's a lot of other guys that have gone out of the league recently a little bit like older guys or more centers that haven't really maybe (laughs) adapted to the league and they're out and they're trying to get some time um playing in like foreign leagues but i know this establishes the big three as a legitimate league you have guys like um not a center, but Lance Stevenson. He's he's in China mm-hmm. this year, but I I've seen that he's balling out all the oh, time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and that's what I was hoping, and I expected that being in China. I mean, he's he's an incredible player. It's just in NBA, it, it it's hard to judge mm-hmm. that when everyone else is also incredible. Yeah, who knows? He might be back, maybe with the Pacers next yeah, year. That's ben. true. I think he could prove himself. To <laughs> go back into the league, and I'm all for him going back to the Pacers if he keeps up what he's doing in China. We're back with my uh, co-host Ben Fang and myself, Grant Hubbard. So, uh, we were just talking about our news, but we also have some more personalized news for you Pacer fans out there, or 
you Kings fans, or even any anybody in India that is listening here uh, <laughs> that likes NBA. That's likely. That's, that's even likely at all. <laughs> uh, we have the um, the first NBA game, or even the first pro yeah American pro sports game, is being played in India. The Pacers versus the Kings on October fourth at Mumbai, India. Benny, have any details about that? Uh, details I have so far, they're going to be against Sacramento Kings and Indiana Pacers uh, on October 4th and 5th, so two games in the preseason uh, at the NC, or NSCI Dome in Mumbai, uh, India, obviously. This, as you ma- mentioned, is the first North American Pro Sports League uh, game held in India, so it's kind of a major... Uh, uh, con- uh, joining of two different continents, basically, in the sports of basketball or, or sports in general, uh, and it'll. The hope is that it, one entertains, but also it, it spreads the sport and and uh, increases its popularity in India. I'm very excited for this. Uh, I mean, pretty much just because it's Pacers preseason, <laughs> but I know many uh, Indian NBA fans are very excited that this mm-hmm. sport is able to come to their country. And there's a lot of people. I mean, there's not a lot of Indian NBA players out there. I know mm-hmm. there there were some in recent recent history, but uh, there's not a lot right now. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to see that some fans that love the NBA but can't be there to witness are able to witness this game. I think it's already sold out too, or maybe I would. I, mean, I don't know that as fast, but I would definitely. I, I would believe that too if that was the case. Mm-hmm. But um, as well as. Uh, it's the Pacers preseason game. I mean, you got to be yeah. excited for that. You got to maybe see a little bit of Goga Badatsi. Yeah, I, I hope so. And and also to mention that knowing India's high population of what is it, one point three billion? Probably something <laughs> around that number. You know, five hundred million more Pacers fans. Oh yeah, because <laughs> that that's gonna happen. Um, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that, but I but most definitely there will be. A, I'm sure uh, a huge spike in the number of fans that join both teams, and and it and one reason that it is these two teams is that the Sacramento Kings owner, uh, he's an Indian native native who who's been wanting to hold this game in India since buying the Kings Kings in 2013. Yeah, I think this is a lot about the NBA wanting to expand their. Um, I guess they're like influence, their brand, yeah, their, the influence, their yeah, brand, the, yeah, their brand all around the the the, the globe. I mean, they've played games in London before mm-hmm. and in China, but I feel like uh, this is going to be a huge step. You see other leagues like the NFL; they play in London, and I think they played in Mexico and Canada as well. Mm-hmm. So they try to spread their influence. I know there's not a lot of yeah, American football league fans around, um, or not American football league, but American football like. <laughs> fans around the world, <laughs> but I know there's a lot of there's a lot more basketball fans, especially yeah. since American football is not represented in the Olympics or in a World Cup mm-hmm. or anything. Basketball is it's a very popular yeah. sport. USA is always known to be the favorites, but I mean it's it's fun to see that these guys are gonna play, and I'm gonna love to see all the Pacers players play. Yeah, of course, and 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 I think it helps because one India does have obviously. A national team that is represented in in major international events such as FIBA World Cup or uh, Olympics, uh, but it also is major that by by I guess you can see this with football going to other places is that the NBA going directly and and geographically to India and playing it helps create a more I guess I could say personal connection between the two two. Uh, countries and leagues 
and may, and maybe that'll help gain more followers or or it, it'll create stronger connections between both regions and and strengthen the NBA I think overall. Yeah, this is gonna help the NBA a lot. Um, these these teams here, uh, even even though they're not that well known of teams, it's not like the Lakers or Clippers are playing there. The Pacers and Kings, it's still a chance to help their fan base out to <laughs> give give us some more fans to help support the Pacers. I mean. That's always fun, but um, being unbiased here, it's going to be a fun time for the league. And yeah. uh, see if they'll ever expand even more throughout the throughout the globe, maybe in uh, uh, other spots in Asia or even yeah. in South America or Africa. I know mm-hmm. they play. I think they played a game in Africa they, last year. I think yearly they have a, a mm-hmm. Africa game where where NBA players from from particularly Africa yeah. uh, players born in the continent as well as I think. Uh, probably some others, but I think primarily African-born I think they uh, have, NBA it, players. It's like Africa versus the world, I think. It might be world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might be right about that. I know Victor Oladipo played there two years ago, the summer before his uh, NBA or Pacers career started. And uh, I know Joel Embiid played there last season. Um, and, and many other well-known names. Uh, and, and and that's a tradition that I, I assume will continue on along with maybe India will become a, a annual thing as well and, and they'll spread to other areas internationally. Uh, we've just been talking about uh, a lot of news, so we're moving on to our fun stuff. Uh, we we always love our fun stuff. We got, we got one thing every week, and the uh, last few weeks we've had a few good times uh, researching who our, who our NBA player was based on what Ben and I liked. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, not desired outcome, but it, it was it was very fun. Who we were Steph Curry, right? We were Steph Curry. It was the limited uh, uh, choices of results. I mean, so. that's fine by me being Steph Curry. I mean, yeah, that's cool, but I I I think my better fit would be someone other than Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah. but our uh, this our fun stuff this week. We got our top ten best NBA players of all time. This is a nice. Uh, debatable, heated topic that we like to talk about. Uh, I know Ben. Ben, your topic's a little bit different. Want to? I mean, your list is a little bit different. Want to tell us about that? Well, yeah, because I believe that the NBA players, the skills and the talents are so specific, and they're so they they are hard to judge and rank in a specific order. So what I've done is I've I first listed out my my who I would probably say is top ten of all time, which that itself is very hard to say. But I, I left it in no specific order, and I think I think I've created a top five in no specific order that I can be happy with. Uh, but but even that that's debatable itself, and and it's it's hard to rank one player over over another at that point. But I, I think I'll go with it. Um, so yeah. All right, that's interesting. Uh, mine is all definitive, so um, uh, you can idea. feel free to debate on why. Uh, why I don't have Wilt Chamberlain in my top ten? <laughs> it's always a good start, right there. It's a good start, right there for me. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll start with with my number ten. I have number ten, Larry Bird. Who do you have number ten, Ben? One, Larry Bird. Why would Larry you Bird. put him at ten? Well, I feel like there's a lot of other better players than Larry Bird. Oh my God, no, Larry Bird. He was incredible during his prime and notorious trash. Well, there's a lot of other guys well. that are better than. <laughs> well, in your opinion, I guess so, but statistically and 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 if you if you watch okay. his highlights he's unbelievable I, I know, I Grant. Know, I know to put him dedicated, at number dedicated 10 dedicated Pacers fan right there <laughs> I mean, he was he was a Celtics I know but I don't he's even like the Celtics Pacers for a long much. time I, as a coach okay and as a he grew up in Indiana I'll, I'll yeah, give him that yeah. that the, there's my advice of course okay, okay. all right so 
out of my so far no specific order, I guess bottom five, let's say my number ten, I will put Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, okay. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's okay. That's, that's yeah. Good. He's basically my only player on my list outside of someone I'm sure everyone can guess that's not a currently active player in the league. Yeah. Uh, and he, I think I think he is going to be obviously a Hall yeah. of Famer, and he's a good mm-hmm. player. And I don't want to rank him over yeah. players that are already in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's he's got two well rings regarded. right now, and we don't know how many more. He's yeah, still, exactly. He's how old? He's thirty years old, right? Yeah, something like something like that. He's still fairly he's still, young he's for still NBA in age, and yeah, uh, yeah. And I think it's hard to rank a player over a, mm-hmm. rank a current player over players that already retired yeah, that, and have been spoken about for topic, years. Ben. That's why it's of super course, fun Grant. to talk about. <laughs> As you rub your hands, As, As I, I rub my hands. Yeah, I'm methodically rubbing my hands. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. We got number nine. I, I also have Kevin Durant at number nine. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I feel like it's. Larry Bird and Kevin Durant, I feel like, could go, like, 10 or 9 either way. I respect the Kevin Durant choice. Um, But you put Kevin Durant over Larry Bird? (laughs) That's a terrible choice. I I, I just said it could be interchangeable. I do not believe that. I think Larry Larry Bird is at least least top 5. Okay, well, we'll see here. Yeah, so, okay, so let's say my number 9, so I got rid of Kevin Durant. Oh, boy, okay. Let's go with... I'll go with Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson? Yeah, yeah. The, the the triple-double guy. I mean, <laughs> one from Indiana, right? I'm not sure. I think so, yeah. Uh, Big O. I mean, he incredible player. He, he was like, was he the first to average a triple-double? And then Westbrook did it again a few years back. Uh, Oscar Robertson was a huge guy when it came to statistics. Uh, also good player, and... and all around, he's regarded as one of the greats, and I think he is over or uh, overlooked and underrated when it comes to the debate of of top ten players. And uh, he's one of the guys that I think could be ranked maybe a little higher on my list. But considering the other players I put down, I will put him at number nine. Yeah, fun fact: uh, Oscar Robertson, he was the first player in NBA history to average a triple mm-hmm. double for the, see what for I the tell entire you. season: thirty point eight points, twelve point five rebounds, and eleven point four assists. And he also set the the NBA record then for the most triple doubles throughout the regular season with forty one until Russell Westbrook broke that. Uh, was it two years ago? Yeah, two, he, yeah. I think I think it was two years ago. And he's he's done that for three seasons straight, right? That, that's yeah, amazing. Russell Westbrook, he he is on another level. But <laughs> since Russell Westbrook has now retired and we don't know the, how the rest of his career is going, I'm going to exclude him from the list. And yeah, just he's, so, he's not on my list. Just so the listeners know, I Oscar Robertson was a last minute change by me. I was struggling to think of my my top ten, and at first I had Steph Curry on the list, but uh, it came to me that Oscar Robertson, uh, I remember that he played and he existed, uh, and that that easily replaced Steph Curry. As Steph Curry is still in the league, and although Steph Curry is an incredible player and will be a Hall of Famer, no doubt, Oscar Robertson deserves to be on this list. Okay, okay, Oscar Robertson, I can respect that. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on to my number eight. I have Tim Duncan, uh, five-time NBA champion under Greg Popovich, along with uh, uh, Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker. I feel like he was a huge addition to the team when he joined, and I mean he was a he's a he's a fourteen-time All Star, and um, 
Did you know, actually, he, I have a fun fact here. He started out as a swimmer, mm. and he only began playing basketball in a freshman year after Hurricane Hugo destroyed the only Olympic-sized pool in his home at St. Oh Croix, gosh, U.S. Wow. Virgin Islands. So, um, That's crazy. You can thank Hurricane Hugo for helping Tim Duncan uh, become one of the best <laughs> NBA players, Ben. Wow. Okay. Well, I left Tim Duncan off my list, and once again, Larry Bird should be higher than Tim Duncan. Uh, I disagree. I, I get that you put Tim Duncan on your list. I will respect that. Uh, but the Larry Bird, I'm sure. I'm sure most of your players until the top few, I will disagree that Larry Bird is behind them. But nonetheless, Tim Duncan is an incredible player, uh, amazing uh, career with the Spurs, and uh, he 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 definitely is a great player, one one of the best of all time, especially in the power forward category. I would give him that, no doubt. Uh, and so I I think that's overall good call. Good call. All right, look, I look Ben here. I have yep. the I have Larry Bird all right against Tim Duncan pulled up my phone head to head career comparison head to head yeah like you you said you don't know if you wanted to put Tim Duncan over Larry Bird oh so. I thought you were saying when they actually matched up I was no, like no, when no, was no, this no. <laughs> so Larry Bird has three championships Tim Duncan has five mm-hmm. Tim Duncan played six seasons more uh, he mm-hmm. played nineteen seasons he was in uh, six playoffs more he played eighteen playoffs. I guess, throughout his career. He's only missed one playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 15-time All-Star. Larry Bird is 12-time All-Star. Uh, Larry Bird has three, or he has three MVPs. Tim Duncan only has two. But Tim Duncan has three finals MVPs. Larry Bird has two. And Tim Duncan has 10 All-NBA first teams. Larry Bird has nine. And Tim Duncan has 15 All-NBA teams. And Larry Bird only has 10. And Tim Duncan has eight All-Defensive first team. Larry Bird has zero. Mm-hmm. And Tim Duncan has... Uh, 15 all-defensive teams selections. Larry Bird has three, and they both had one rookie of the year. So, I mean, compare those stats. Tim Duncan is far superior. What was the shooting percentages? Uh, let me find it here. Let's see, total points, Tim Duncan had more. Points mm-hmm. per game, Tim Duncan averaged Tim 19. Duncan had uh, how, many, how many points did Tim Duncan average? Uh, 19 Because Tim Duncan also played how many more seasons than Larry Bird? Like five? Six. Six seasons, okay, yeah. and he has more points. Hmm. That seems like a weird <laughs> comparison, Grant. Well, I feel like how okay, many points okay, per okay, game? Okay, look, how many look, points look. per game did Larry have? Uh, nineteen points. Oh, not twenty-four point three points. Oh, really? Now, Grant, this okay, is okay, crazy. Look, look, hmm. Field goal percentage: Tim Duncan fifty percent, Larry Bird forty-nine percent. Okay, what about three-point percentage? Larry Bird thirty-seven uh, percent, Tim Duncan eighteen percent. Oh, hum, that's weird, Grant. That's crazy. And and where where did Tim Duncan shoot from? Oh, feet way in front. Like let's say uh, layups, dunks, uh, and maybe uh, a few mid-range we, we post-up shots. Here, we gotta move on here. Yeah, that's I, I right. Think I think I win this conversation. I don't think you do. <laughs> number seven. I got oh wait, hold on. Did I give you my number eight? No, give me number eight real quick. All right, you. number eight. I will give you uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Okay, I have Bill Russell at seven. So. Oh, Bill. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool. You got you got eleven time champion there. That's that's yeah, you of course, incredible player. Number six. I have Shaquille O'Neal. Who do you have? For six, I will say let's say Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. Okay. Yes. Okay, uh, I mean, I mean, he's a six-nine point guard. I left out Shaq. You left out. Wow. Okay. Oh then no. Now you want me to go after you? No, for that? no. I'm, I'm regretting this already. Uh, okay. Yeah. This yeah. is obviously this is Shaq. Big. big uh, he's got to be on there. Four-time champion. Uh, obviously, one of the most center, defensive yeah. centers of, or the one of the most dominant, dominant centers yeah. of all time. I agree with that. I don't know where I'd put him currently, based on the other players I have here, which I completely support uh-huh. them being uh-huh. on here. Uh-huh. But but I would love to somehow magically okay. add a new number okay. to the number line and put in Shaq. Uh, okay. Well, after Shaq, I have my number five. I have Kobe Bryant. Oh. Kobe Bryant. At, at what number? Five. five. Oh wait, I didn't give you my six. Wait, did I? 
I thought. Oh, give me wait, a six. hold on. Give me a yeah, six. six. I will put Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. Will okay. Chamberlain. He averaged something like fifty points per game one of the seasons, shooting well over fifty. Well, then again, it was like the nineteen. Yeah, you do have to look at the rep- yeah. respective competition. But even into the seventies, when he was matched up against people like Kareem and stuff, he would still play play great games, and he was a dominant center when he had his uh time with the Lakers. So, and that was getting into more, more modern times where you saw a lot of dominant players that we now know today. Okay, well, I have uh, Kobe Bryant at five. Ben, you agree with that? Kobe Bryant, I, I, yeah, I, I respect that. Sure, sure, sure. All right, all right. Uh, who do you have at four or at five? Did you at say five? F- at five, I will. Say your five first. Five, I will put Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't, yep. I don't know, but I think he should be higher up. He's the all-time scoring leader. Mm-hmm. He's had several championships with yeah. the Bucks and Lakers. So Yeah, we're getting into this region where yeah. I really it's hard to place them or actually give them a rank, but I, I – Looking at the other players, I will say Kareem, yes. All right, my number four, I have Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had him a little bit lower, but I feel like yeah. he was a 6'9 point guard, several championships mm-hmm. with the Lakers. Yeah. Always went head-to-head with Larry Bird and the Celtics. So Incredible player, no Incredible doubt. Incredible player. Okay, uh, who's your number four? My number four, I will put Larry Bird at number four. Larry, okay. Larry Bird. You really we all know how with, much I really love Larry Bird, okay. but I think okay. he deserves to be there. I think no doubt he deserves to be top five. <laughs> okay, well, I have top 10, man. Yeah, is that good enough for you? Well, I mean, he's basically top 11 because, you know, okay. he's, he's the last of your top 10. No respect. I said Grant. he could be interchangeable with nine Kevin Durant, okay? He should be interchangeable with number four. No. no. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's your – you said number four was uh, – was Larry. Favorite? Okay. Was Larry. Uh, who's your number three? Number three? Oh, boy. This is where it gets really tough. All right. Kobe. Kobe, Kobe really? Bryant. Yes, Kobe Bryant right. at number three. All right. I have uh, LeBron James at three. Wait. Uh, oh, I see where this is going. You like Kareem. I see where this is going, Grant. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm not like a huge Lakers fan or anything, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not a huge Kobe Bryant fanboy or anything, and so I, I'm not going to put up a huge argument for where you placed him or who yeah, you placed I, in front I of him. I just realized I have like five Lakers guys up here in the top six. Okay, wow, well, Grant. <laughs> That's not cool. Anyways, okay, so well, you said LeBron's your number three? Well, yeah. I mean, he well, yeah, he what is he, three and three and six, three and seven in the finals right now? I mean, three and six, right? True, but that takes that, getting to the finals nine times. I mean, you see these other guys like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant even. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant won, was, well, he won a championship without, two championships without Shaq. He had like, mm-hmm. what, like Paul Gasol, or Paul Gasol, Gasol maybe? And, uh, yeah, and Dwight Howard who... Oh, was, Dwight Howard was on the team for one season in like 2013 right, I, I, maybe, I, I, no, 2012. I mean, Okay. Okay. He did not win a championship. But I don't think I'll he's. I mean, that. LeBron James. He. If you were asked me who's the like greatest player was stats wise, I'd say LeBron James would be. I mean, he's like a monster, and he's. He. I think all. Th- I think by the end of the season, he'll reach uh, like number one in point, like free, uh, like points. So mm-hmm. overall, he'll beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Wow. And that. Uh, what's her? You said number three was uh. Was My Kobe. number three was Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. I. I can see that. All right. I. I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at two. Okay. Yep. All right. So. 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 Number two and number one, uh, I am with the typical trend. I am torn between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. That's what everybody's torn. you got to choose one. The problem is here that I did not get to witness Michael Jordan play, and many many people say that is why I'm flawed in reason in in this debate. However, I have seen LeBron James (laughs) numerous, too many times. Destroy the Pacers. Destroy the Pacers, (laughs) destroy other teams, yeah. And despite him working against me, I've come to respect him a ton as an athlete. I think what he does is is 
not even human at this point. Yeah. And then what we especially s- at what what 30, 30 is he thirty five this season thirty six maybe? No, it's his seventeenth season, so 34, 35 years old. That's, that's that good. yeah. See, that's insane that he's still incredible level of play. Although the Lakers underperformed last season, it wasn't necessarily all LeBron James' fault. And, and you can see he's still skill wise, he's still there. Uh, and what you saw what he did on the his last season as the Cavs in the playoffs against the Pacers, it was unbelievable what he did. And that is why I put him at my number one spot over Michael Jordan. Wow. I know many people listening to this are going to attack Ben. Oh, right after for the sure. Show. No doubt. I, I will. I, I, yeah, it's, it's just, it's an incredibly okay. tough choice, but I didn't get to see Michael I, Jordan. I have Michael Jordan number one. I know from what I've seen, I know he, I mean, you had, he has six rings and a lot of it was done by him, like Scotty Pippen. Only Scotty Pippen, but that's Dennis about Rodman. It. I mean, I mean, if you're going to say Dennis Rodman, okay. I mean, Incredible he's, he's rebounder. Rebound. Yeah, but I mean, Boardman gets paid, Grant. <laughs> I still think that my, Michael Jordan, he's one of the best players of all time. I mean, you, you can't you can't discount that. Well, I mean, I did say he's one of the best of I mean, all. He time. He had a back to back three P against a lot of like good NBA players. Hmm. I mean, LeBron James has not had a back to back three point, even though there are a lot of more com- hmm. like competitive basketball players. Back. Okay, so you have LeBron number one. I have Michael Jordan. Yeah, I and, think uh, so. You want to say your top three one more time? Top three one more time. Mm-hmm. Kobe, then Michael Jordan, and then LeBron James. All right, I have LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Michael Jordan. But that was that was pretty fun here. That, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little more. But um, that's all we have for today. <laughs> our show's come to an end, so uh, we hope you all enjoy listening to our Nothing But Net this week. We had a fun time talking about the Pacers and uh, and our top NBA players and Kevin Durant and a lot more injuries and team usa and all that fun stuff uh we'll be back next week uh 3 30 to 4 30 again monday afternoon here at 91.3 so hope you all have a good rest of your day and i uh, will see you next time bye